Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Also brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. We have a two-part feature today with Canada's senior climatologist, David Phillips. He discusses big changes in the weather pattern coming late this week with the return to cold weather, which he says will moderate after about 10 days. Real Agriculture talks about cattle markets, and the Federal Minister of Agriculture completes a successful trade trip to the UK and Germany. The farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Canada's senior climatologist says the mild January weather in southern Saskatchewan will change drastically near the end of the week. David Phillips says cold Arctic air will push south as early as Friday. I think people were frightened when they, heard, they they saw what happened at the end of November and the beginning of December last year. Oh, it turned brutally cold, and and that has followed a, a one a, a fabulous fall that was warm and longer and everything like this. And it was a real shock to the system to go from unseasonably mild conditions to deep dead of winter cold. And we just had been not been acclimatized, particularly on the prairies. But you're right. I mean, the last month has been kind of an almost an atmospheric gift from around Christmas time to now. Temperatures have been on average, I would think about, you know, more than, than three degrees, maybe four degrees warmer than normal. And that's really been right across the prairies. And, and you know, Jim, it's all a matter of where the winds come from. Or December, they were coming from the north, from the Arctic, from Siberia. And then, but really from late December right through to all of January so far, uh, they were coming from the Pacific, Pacific air just coming. We heard about atmospheric rivers in California. Well, that warm, mild air was making it across almost Chinookish kind of weather, but just day after day. And um, But what was sort of interesting that it, it was still humid in the sense that the air was moist, and as you saw, a lot of fog and freezing fog and hoarfrost and it was sometimes a beautiful scene on the prairies but it wasn't that sort of sun and blue sky and white puffy clouds it was it was pretty it was pretty moist but of course you know we sometimes can't hold on to that good weather and as some people say all oh, you know all the good things have to come to an end well it looks like this week we're going to see a dramatic change in direction of the winds where the weather's coming from from the west 
to the Arctic, from the Arctic, polar, Siberia, whatever you want to call it. It's coming from the, the high north, and it is coming down. That cold air is like molasses. It's thick and dense. It hugs the ground, fills all the nooks and crannies, and boy, we're going to see temperatures just dramatically change from, you know, in Regina, we might see on Thursday a high of minus one. My gosh, that's nine degrees warmer than normal. Well, by the next morning, the following morning, on Friday morning, we could see minus 27. So what a drop. That's almost like uh, 26 degrees in, in about 24 hours. Now, it won't be a record cold when this cold finally does arrive. I mean, we've seen temperatures back in 1950 and also 2004 that were minus 40s. So this won't be setting any records for that cold. But boy, talk about a punch in the face. It will just be a shock compared to what you've had. Now, the other thing, though, is the sun will appear. I mean, with cold Arctic air, you get that blue sky and that sunshine. Not a lot of calories of heat in that sun, but it still will be bright, and you could see from horizon to horizon. So so that would be the offset of of the uh, pretty cold. We don't think it's going to be as cold as it was in early December when we saw temperatures that got down into the minus 30s. And there was even a day where it got minus, I think, 33 for the afternoon temperature, which was brutally cold. So I think the cold will not be as harsh, and it may not be as long-lasting. It won't go on for three weeks. It might be a week or ten days, and then I think things will begin to moderate. So it is It is the coming from Siberia. It is cold, and if misery enjoys company, well, then everybody's going to be in that situation in western Canada, from British Columbia to the to the Arctic to, to all of the prairies. It's going to be a real change of air mass from, from balmy and mild and moist at times to cold and dry and sunny with this Arctic air coming. So can't prevent it. You can't. I suppose this is a good time to get away. If you get away from it, travel, go to Honolulu or Arizona or someplace like this. But hey, it's uh, it's not record cold, but it certainly is cold. And given what we've had in January, again, we have to get acclimatized all over again to the fact that we were, you know, not necessarily wearing our park and our long john to now going back to balaclavas. And I think farmers and ranchers got a lot of work done on the around the farm during that milder conditions. But boy, this is a matter of taking it easy to endure the kind of cold, which you're famous for. But nevertheless, it sometimes is a bit of a of a hit when you uh, have had such balmy conditions and hey, it's coming back. But often the second wave of the cold is not nearly as long and as, as tough as the first one. That's Environment Canada's senior climatologist, David Phillips. Coming up, he has an outlook for the rest of the winter, spring, and summer weather. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spalding on 620 CKRM. Environment Canada is forecasting an end to the balmy January weather late this week. Senior climatologist David Phillips says temperatures will turn cold as early as Friday, but will not be as severe as early December and will moderate after about 10 days. Jim, the longer you look out in the future, the more uncertain it's going to be. We think that it looks like that from really February, March, and kind of early April, it looks like it's going to be a little cooler on the prairies in Saskatchewan. And But again, I mean, the days are getting longer. You're getting about uh, almost two and a half minutes of sunshine a day. The sun will be a little higher in the sky. So you actually, in March, you can actually begin to feel that heat on your skin in uh, in southern Saskatchewan. So it, it doesn't seem as cold as it would be if it was, say, middle of, uh, of 
January. Now, in the longer term, we think that spring, the period, say, from April, May, looks, uh, our model saying, kind of normal, what you normally would expect in a kind of an April and early May. And then we see in June, July, August, we think it will be the first look at it, looks like it's going to be warmer than normal. We'll be under um, likely um, not a La Nina situation, which always makes it a little cooler out west. We'll be into more of a transition, a neutral, or heading to an El Nino, which tends to make it a little little warmer. So the models seem to suggest that. I wouldn't the family farm on it. You know, in Canada, forecasting is is always a tough call, but uh, we're getting it better as we go along. And so my sense is that, hey, endure the cold of February. Um, As we get into March and to April, it'll turn maybe kind of still a little cooler, but normal. And then finally, a big warm up when we come into the June, July and August. Big farm question would be, how does spring moisture look? Will there be much rainfall? Well, you know, that's always the question, and it's an important question. I mean, I, I think, you know, and farmers and ranchers know you don't lose your crop in January or February, but you know, you would like some moisture. I've taken a look at the moisture on the prairies since November, so November, December, January, and, and what it's showing is is not too bad over most of Saskatchewan. It still looks like the southeastern corner looks like about two-thirds of what you normally would get. We're seeing some parts of the western part of Saskatchewan looks like you've had a good amount, yeah, normal or even above. Certainly around Regina, we're seeing precipitation totals about 130% of during that period of November through to this point in, in January. But it's really the, the, the south sort of eastern corner, a couple of spots south of Regina that look like only half of the amount of precipitation always seems to be a struggle. But my sense is the it's never a real worry until you get until the spring. When the moisture, when the systems that come through, whether it be snow or whatever, tend to have more moisture associated with it. You know, a dry snow in January doesn't really give you very much, but a snow in March and April is usually sopping wet and uh, is really a good moisture for the soil. So my sense is it's still too early to worry about it. And we don't, our models, Jim, are just not good enough to even talk about in terms of months and months ahead. But I I think that uh, certainly any snows that we get from now until from, say, February on, we'll have more moisture associated, and that'll be a, a good news. It doesn't look like a flooding will be an issue as we speak. That's always a worry. Uh, you want to get be able to get onto your field, but, of course, you want some a balance here. You want to make sure that it's it's almost the Goldilocks of weather. You don't want too much uh, moisture, and you don't want too little. You like just what is normal, and it just seems to me that normal just doesn't occur as much as it used to. David Phillips is the Senior Climatologist at Environment Canada. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. I am your host, Lindsay Smith, and joining me now is the one and only Ann Wasco with the Gateway Livestock Exchange. How are you, Ann? I'm good. Great to be here, Lindsay. Um, all right, let's talk markets. Two things come to mind. Like one, good news if this is the time of year you tend to sell 
some calls. I mean, that's great. You get a bit more salvage value. So that's, that's wonderful. Um, and it doesn't surprise me. And maybe there is an underlying thing here. Maybe we dig into this in a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, groceries are costing a lot of money. Are we seeing higher demand for things like hamburger and, and those sorts of things because we're trying to keep our grocery bills down? Maybe. I don't know. Totally speculating. Um, but then I guess my question is, when you kill a cow, she doesn't make calves anymore. And so um, it does make me worry a little bit about this downward trend on our overall cow herd. Yeah, so we've got a lot of big picture things to change before we're going to start yeah. to to see anything different in terms of the cow herd. So these are still kind of um, the after effects from 2022. And uh, some of these cows, you know, likely were even marketed back in 22 and are just showing up at, mm-hmm. at harvest facilities now. So, you know, that often you'll see, you know, not just packers, but other um, traders will, will, will pick up cows and, and keep them into the new year when prices, you know, do tend to strengthen. And so there's some of that going on as well. But the bottom line is, you know, more cows. We had a, you know, 4% larger cow kill last year than the previous year. And here we are off to a pretty, um, pretty significant start here in 2020. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Let's, uh, what about the feeder market? Mm, yeah, I did want to mention that it's not just the cow market that's strong as we start off January feeder markets. Um, also strong, especially here in Western Canada. Um, you know, the eight to nine weight feeder cattle, uh, averaging around two forty eight this week. That's an average. That's, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but that's about $60 a hundred higher than this time last year. And it's a record high for January. We've never seen these kind of prices in January and lightweight feeders, you know, the five to six weights, you know, over three ten. I think will be the average this week here in the West. And that's also a new price record for this time of year on these light cattle. Okay. So that would explain why I did see some excitement this week on Twitter. Um, I'm yeah. guessing a couple people sold some calves and are pretty happy. Um, so that's good. all good. Yeah. Okay. Now we do have a, some cattle on feed reports that we do need to dig into as well. Yeah, so later today we're going to have a U.S. cattle on feed report. This is a January 1 report. Analysts right now, the expectations or the guesses, as we call them, um, for January 1 cattle on feed numbers in the U.S. to be down 3 to 4% versus last year. December placements are projected 9% lower um, than a year ago. And this that, kind of that lower placement trend is really expected to continue as we move through 2023. And that's really, you know, kind of the background and the, and the reason for the strength we see in the futures markets uh, as we go forward over the next 12 months. So it's, it's a supply story that continues to be the, the bullish piece of the, uh, of the Catalan feed report. Marketings in December were, are expected to be down about 5%. Here in Western Canada, so our report, Canfax um, does our report in Western Canada, and they released it last week for January 1. We did see our cattle on feed inventory, so the number of cattle on feed in Western Canadian feedlots down 3% to start off 2023. Um, it is still 5% larger than the five-year average, so I just want to add that little, you know, mm-hmm. it, yes, it's down, but, you know, just, just it's heading the right direction, and I do think that trend's going to continue. Placements here in the West in December were up 5%, and we really saw both November and December really busy months for, for placements. If you know, talk to anybody that runs an auction market, they, it was a busy end to the year. And so for the entire year of 2022, placements were down 4%, but we're comparing that to 2021 that was so impacted by the drought and placements mm-hmm. were very, very large in 2021. So it um, placements are coming down and that's going to be the trend that we talk about in, in 2023. All right. I like it. We're set up. Here we are. 
January, looking ahead, there's some exciting stuff in the works. Okay, maybe not exactly. explosive, yeah. but there's some good indications. Is that fair? Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Wasco, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. This is fantastic. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Lindsay. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Real Agriculture Report has been brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Partly cloudy today with winds from the northwest at 20 kilometers per hour. Temperature falling to minus 9 this afternoon. Periods of light snow beginning overnight. The low minus 11 with temperature rising to minus 6 by tomorrow morning. Wednesday, periods of light snow in the afternoon and evening. Wind northwest 30. High minus 3 with the temperature falling to minus 9 in the afternoon. The low minus 12. Thursday, snow, high minus 1, low minus 13. Friday, partly cloudy, the high minus 14, the low minus 27. Saturday, sunny with a high minus 20, the low minus 25. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 22, the low minus 27. Monday, sunny, the high minus 22. Normal high is minus 10, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.45 this morning. It sets at 5.37 tonight. And currently, the hot spot, again, Maple Creek for the second day in a row. Today, it's plus one. The cold spot, again, Stony Rapids for the second day in a row at minus 23. Estevan is minus six. Saskatoon, minus 10. Swift Current, minus five. Weyburn, minus eight. Yorkton is minus 16. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's minus nine. That's 16 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north, northeast at seven. Humidity is 77%. The barometer rising, 101.9. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, minus 9. Winds are from the northwest at 18. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 9. That's 16 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers, mcdougallauctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. The possible sale of Saskatchewan Farm Crown Land has Indigenous leaders and the NDP calling on the province to stop the sale and improve its consultation process. Councillor with the Onion Lake Cree Nation, Lori Ann Jimmy, says they will do whatever is necessary to protect the land. Saskatchewan cannot override an international treaty that was made in 1876 to suit the needs of the day. If Saskatchewan does not respect our treaties, we will explore our legal options to protect our rights and lands for our future generations. Jimmy added that they weren't adequately notified of an online auction that's set to sell Crown land for agriculture purposes. 
Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau has completed a successful trade trip to the UK and Germany. She spoke in London at the International Grains Council Forum, reaffirming Canada's support for Ukraine's agricultural sector and called for further stability in the global grains value chain. She was involved in a roundtable discussion with UK Agriculture and Food and Drink Associations to promote Canadian trade. In Berlin, Bebeau met with a number of her counterparts at the Global Forum for Food and Agriculture, joining 64 ministers from around the world to discuss how food systems can best respond to multiple crises. She reiterated Canada's condemnation of Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine in creating global food security problems. Bebeau also promoted open and transparent agricultural trade. She shared her insight as the co-chair of the recent Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Agriculture Ministers Meeting. Bebeau was part of a UN Food and Agriculture Organization event in Berlin to discuss efforts for the recovery of Ukraine's food systems. Canada is the world's fifth largest exporter and sixth largest importer of agriculture and food products. The European Union is Canada's second largest trading partner after the U.S. and Canada's fourth largest market for farm products. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market, and Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. SAS Canola has committed just over $1 million towards 10 research projects in total that were evaluated through the Saskatchewan Agriculture Development Fund for 2022-23, including six projects co-funded by the ADF. SAS Canola Research Manager Doug Heath has details. So out of the 10 uh, five of them are going to be dealing with uh, disease-related issues. Uh, one's dealing with insect pests, two with uh, fertility, one with um, a feeds, like an animal feeds-based project, and one is a, an industrial fermentation project. And those those all fall within our our three main three main uh, research themes, which are agronomy, pre-breeding trait development, and uh, canola utilization. Heath says the Agriculture Development Fund is heavily involved in the projects. I think six of the, six of the ten are co-funded with ADF, and the other four are with other co-funders. Heath notes these tend to be lengthy research projects. Yeah, that's right. So, so anywhere, anywhere between uh, um, two and five years. He adds the $1 million contributed to the research is raised from producer levies. He notes the total value of all co-funding for these 10 projects is nearly $3.8 million and comes from a variety of sources. That's Doug Heath, the research manager for SAS Canola. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water, they'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll make a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for canola dropped $1 at $7.8802. Flax fell $10 at $6.7298. Lentils went down $9 at $6.9450. 
One red spring wheat gained six ninety nine at four thirteen zero three. The rest were unchanged. Durham four seventy three sixty two. Feed barley three fifty six fifty seven. Chickpeas eleven sixty eight forty five. Oats two twenty nine thirty two, yellow peas four sixty seven seventy, and feed wheat two eighty nine fifty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March went up fifteen and three quarter cents at nine oh three and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan six twenty CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 24th. The market on cows and bulls has picked up. Our last sale was on January 18th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.97 cents to $1.10. D3 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.95. Cents. Catter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.80. Cents. Hefferettes sold from $1.54 to $1.70, and good butcher bulls sold from $1.20 to $1.40. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale of the year on January 16th. Calf market is stronger as well. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $3.27 and sold at the $3.50. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $3.16 and sold at the $3.41. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $3.18 and sold at the $3.00. $3.41. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $3.07 and sold at the $3.24. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.98 and sold at the $3.11. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.83 and sold at the $3.09. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.73 and sold at the $2.95. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.00 of 56 cents and sold up to two dollars and eighty cents and eight hundred to nine hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and forty two cents and sold up to two dollars and fifty five cents heifers were about forty to forty five cents back from the steers this has been stephanie dig reporting from the weyburn livestock exchange the market that gets cattle and the prices too and now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hamsel, 7,500 hogs Monday, selling a range of 180 to 192 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling a range of 180 to 192 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up 22 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3382. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.82 cents US. Daily U.S. cash prices improved over the previous day, but the weekly trend still remains biased lower. The negotiated Western Corn Belt is up 89 cents, while the national variance spurned by 20 cents U.S. on weight relative to the previous day. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Recently, the Canadian Centre for Agricultural Wellness announced a collaboration with TELUS Health. Together, the two organizations are hoping to break down barriers to mental health care for farmers who may not have considered reaching out for help in the past. Dr. Brianna Hagen is the CEO and lead scientist with the Canadian Centre for Agricultural Wellness and discussed the collaboration. And what we're going to focus on is making sure that we have a research-to-action approach for farmer mental health programming that's tailored to the farming community. Tell me about the the announcement here recently, the collaboration with TELUS. 
Yeah, this is something we're very excited about. So TELUS has been offering clinical services to folks uh, across Canada previously, um, but they have just recently started looking into doing this for the farming community as well. And CCAW is going to be able to provide training for the folks uh, at TELUS to be able to provide farm-tailored services. The ag community has done a good job of talking about mental health and helping eliminate some of that stigma that was traditionally associated with seeking help. But now what we're really focusing on is making sure that when a farmer does decide, you know what, I am going to reach out for help, that the person on the other line or the person they're sitting in the room with is really prepared to understand what being a farmer means in Canada and how that can impact their mental health so that they can better help them have some coping strategies moving forward. That's Dr. Brianna Hagen, the CEO and lead scientist with the Canadian Centre for Agricultural Wellness. On the markets, the TSX is down 17 points to 20,614. The Dow has fallen 9 points to 33,620. Oil has gone down $1.49 at $80.13 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 74.80 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.